Uh, I think the story of today was Jack Mahoney. It was so great to see that kid out there uh, doing what he did. He's worked so hard and for so long to get back. I think somebody told me it was close to 600 days since he had pitched in a game. Uh, so he was very emotional uh, getting back out there, and he dominated. So I think that was the story of the day. Obviously, did a lot of great things besides that, but to me, that's what will stand out. Mark, you mentioned Jack. Um, did you sense any nerves of him, any trying to maybe hold anything back, just getting back out there the first time? Not really nerves. I just think he was very anxious, and he knows how much work he's put into this thing for so long that he just wanted to go out there and, and, and show the world how much better he's gotten. And his last start in spring ball was really good. And then to see what he did, you know, he translated that to today's game. Nine strikeouts with no walks. Uh, that's it's tremendous. Yeah, just to follow up on Jack, I mean, obviously it looked like the stuff was there touching 96 on the on the stadium gun. What did you see from that standpoint? And along those lines, too, just what was the reaction like from his teammates um, yeah. to, to supporting him? They love him. They absolutely love him. He's one of the leaders on the team. He's extremely invested in this team and this program. Um, he's so proud to be here, and he, he, he bleeds the garnet in black. And seeing him... Again, seeing him come off the field and him getting the hugs that he did uh, was tremendous. Uh, I would say the thing that really that I was most pleased with was his command of his fastball to glove side uh, was as good as I've seen. It just it was down and away, down and away, down and away, hitting that bottom corner of that strike zone, uh, and it's just with that sink at that velocity, it's just really hard to square up. I'll ask another Jack question, but when did you know? I know he comes out there and strikes out the side, but when did you know he was locked in and you were going to get that kind of Jack today? Well, maybe after seeing him out there for an inning or two, because um, you never really know until you see it. Uh, his last outing, as I mentioned, his last outing in the spring was, was similar to that. Uh, but when the lights go on for real, you just you want to see if they handle it properly, and he did. Uh, but he had been building towards that uh, his that outing before his last was was a little shaky um, but it was one of those where you knew he could learn some things from it he had a great last outing of the spring and then today again today was what we want jack to look like but john and Alan. i'll ask a jack mahoney question too for, <laughs> Dude, i think we've just set did. a record yeah mm -hmm. uh, it looked like he almost tackled you in the dugout yeah. when he uh, came off the field what um just just to see that kind of a emotion from him after the fact I mean, what, what did that do for you? It was great. It, it, look, it's, it, there's a lot more to this than wins and losses, right? There really is. And, and he's such a great kid. He's such a great kid. And our relationship is very strong and goes back a ways now. So, yeah, just a lot of love right there. A lot of love. I'll go away from Mahoney. Uh, we didn't see either Eli this weekend. Is there a midweek plan yet, or are you still going to wait till Tuesday? Yeah, you'll see both those guys Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, we do have a plan that we're looking at. We won't we won't release that quite yet, but yes, the plan is. You know, again, there's some guys that didn't pitch uh, this weekend because of the scores that will be key guys for us on Tuesday, Wednesday. So it's there's some guys that didn't pitch. It's not because they weren't good enough to pitch this weekend. It's because there's a plan, and you have to you have to try to space out you know your guys and how you use them. Mark, because of the scores, you were able to get, I think, every healthy offensive player live game reps. What does that mean this early in the season? Yeah, it means a lot. I mean, I think, I think the guys that didn't start the games ended up playing maybe nine innings of baseball. Um, each game, they got, I think, at least three innings in of work. So they got at bats, they got defense. We're able to see some guys in different spots. You know, you saw we started the freshman Petri today in the DH spot, um, which moved Horning to the outfield. So uh, we're still in that stage where we're, we're – 
nothing is permanent with any of our guys. It's all what's the current look. And today we looked at certain things. And again, when guys get opportunities, Madden went in there and hit a homer. And Petri got his shot and he went two for three, you know, before today, hit a homer today. So if you're not in the, in the starting lineup, when you get your chance, you need to get our attention. And, and a lot of guys have done that for sure. Mark, kind of like the other night we said, you know, one game, now it's just one series. But in terms of Monty Lee, his impact already, I mean, we saw it from an offensive standpoint just this weekend. What has he been able to do to just be able to help give a spark early on to your guys? Yeah, he's been a, he's really done a great job with our hitters in terms of just the daily approach, the daily preparation. Um, you know, they get challenged every day with machines, and uh, he's always talking about approach and how to attack a pitcher, and just it's been a really great – really great thing for us and what I'm most impressed with is he didn't recruit any of these guys you know not one of these guys that he recruit yet he's creating a really nice bond with them and I think they trust him he trusts in them and just it's a it's a nice situation for sure uh, you've, you've joked a little bit about the length of the game, but just kind of curious now that you've seen pace of play, uh, some of these tweaks in action, what are your thoughts on it? And does it change things that you do from a coaching standpoint at all? I mean, it changes some things very, very small in terms of I have to give signs quicker and I don't give as many signs just to speed up because a couple times you saw their, their pitchers quick pitched our guys stone. I think it, they got him one time. So it's, I think it's a, it, all in all, it's very positive. I mean, a two-hour and 30-minute game is much better than a four-hour game, I think, for everybody involved, uh, fans, media, coaches, everybody. Uh, so I think it's uh, all in all, it's been very positive so far. You're right, John. I'll, I'll stick on that topic as well. Um, the SEC put in a rule with the seven-inning, seven ten-run deal if coaches outside of conference agree to it ahead of time. What's your thought process on that? What was the thought process this weekend, at least, as well? Yeah, there was no thought of that this weekend for the exact reason that we just talked about, I think, a couple questions ago. Um, when, ga when games become what they were this weekend, you want a chance to get you know your, your role players or your reserves in the games. And so um, we probably will not do the 10-run rule outside of conference. I think during conference, when everything is, is, is much more compressed and you have Thursday, Friday, Saturday games, I think it makes a little bit more sense to not stretch your pitching so thin because you already are doing that um, with some of the short weeks they give us because of TV. So I think that part makes sense. But early in the season when we're playing games like this, it's an opportunity to get guys in the game that if you shorten the game by you know, two innings, you won't be able to do that. Mark, got two for you, but with Draper, it seemed like he was keeping you guys off balance to yeah. the first four. What changed in the fifth inning there to kind of get you guys to, to break through a little bit? Yeah, he's a good pitcher. I mean, he I think they saved their best for last. He was their closer last year. He had stuff that you would see at higher ends of college baseball. It was 90 to 92 with some really serious sink and also had a slider that kept us off balance. So he, he was a, you know, he, he's a good pitcher. He's a good college pitcher and took us a couple times through the lineup to, to figure out how to attack it. I think Wimmer's uh, RBI up the middle kind of opened the floodgates and took a little bit of that pressure off. And then from there, the guys just really were locked in. And I know three games is an incredibly small sample size, but what do you feel like you learned about your team through these first 27 innings? Well, I just think, you know, what we've been seeing for the most part is what we saw this weekend. Our hitters performed a lot better this weekend than they had been doing in inner squads. And our question as coaches were, was that an indication of the hitters or an indication of the pitchers? I think the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Um, but our hitters, I was very pleased with their approach. They didn't give away many at-bats all weekend. They were just relentless. And that was outstanding. I think our pitching was very 
very good. I don't, I don't know what our ERA will be after the weekend. But all in all, I mean, we played very high-level defense, both in terms of making the routine plays, but also some highlight plays. Took great at-bats all weekend, and our pitching was what we wanted it to be. Mark, kind of keying in on Petri, um, what did you see in terms of his development from you know when he set foot on campus to now? Yeah, it's a great question. He had a he had a solid fall. Um, he took a little bit of a step back early in the spring, um, and then in the last two weeks, he just made a little bit of a tweak in his approach physically in terms of how he was approaching the ball um, with his swing. And it's you, it's it was very obvious very quickly when he made that adjustment that okay, he's he's kind of turn the corner. And so we had been seeing it in our squads. We've been seeing it in batting practice. Uh, his at-bats this weekend were, were very good. Uh, two balls, you know, two line drive hits, 106 plus. Uh, so he earned it. You know, he's a very well-regarded uh, player coming out of high school. We had a couple cross-checkers uh, in our cages this morning just scouting us. Um, and the first guy they asked me about was, was Petri. And he said, we loved that kid, you know, last year in Florida. So I said, well, you're going to get to see him today because we put him in the starting lineup. So um, he's definitely going to be a factor for us. Any more questions? Take one more. I know you mentioned about Wimmer, you know, opening the floodgates in that fifth inning. Um, I just want to ask, how big was that inning for you guys, you know, as a momentum shift? Because obviously you scored six runs in that inning and then scored every single one the rest of the way. Yeah, I thought it was huge because at that point, you know, you're in the fifth inning. It's a 0-0 ball game. It kind of felt like one of those SEC ball games where you're getting two really good starting appearances from the pitchers. And who's going who's gonna to flinch first? And I thought, you know, it was two outs. It was man at second base. And Wimmer got that ball up the middle. And it just kind of released that pressure a little bit and allowed everybody to relax. And that's what you want your stars to do. That's what you want your upperclassmen to do is, as we say, they've got to be the first ones through the wall. And then everybody else can follow. And that's exactly what he did.